This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations optimize their working experience. You know, it was actually my own not-so-hot working experience that initially inspired me to start the business I run today. I had been in my last full-time job for a while when I decided to call it quits. And I remember when I started telling colleagues I was leaving and I didn't have a plan around what was next, the default assumption was that I had hit a wall of overwork and overwhelm. I remember them saying things like, ugh, you must be fried. You must be exhausted. You must be ready for some time to breathe. You must be so burned out. And they were right, but only on that last point. I was burned out. But actually, it was due to an excess of breathing room. I was in a season of underwhelm. And I was experiencing a specific brand of burnout, not well recognized then but that today, many are starting to call bore out. These days, as I'm working with companies to amplify their employee experiences, I'm uncovering a surprising amount of bore out in my pulse checks. So today, let's talk about what it is and how we can work to fend it off. So what is bore out? Well, according to Lada Harju, an assistant professor of organizational behavior at EM Lyon Business School in France, bore out is chronic boredom. A number of factors can cause chronic boredom, including working in a demoralizing physical environment or feeling under-challenged over prolonged periods of time. But the fundamental experience of bore out is meaninglessness. The experience that the work doesn't really have any purpose, that there's no point. Ugh, how miserable does that sound? And can you imagine doing your most amazing work under those circumstances? And so we're left with the question of, If this is your experience, what can we do about it? So here's how I'm starting to advise client organizations. First, there are things that leaders can be doing. And here are some of the recommendations I've been making. Ask what excites and inspires people. People are not just showing up for a paycheck. We want to do great things. And further, did you know that 94% of employees, according to a LinkedIn learning survey, would stay longer with a leader who invests in their development. So start by knowing what your team members want to develop. Next, delegate developmentally. Some leaders are afraid of delegation. They avoid it like the plague. Others embrace it, but they tend to see delegation as a means of getting low-value work off their plates. But delegation can and should be so much richer than this. Delegate projects, tasks, opportunities to people people who are ready and hungry for the challenge, for purposes of their owning and learning and experiencing joy. Don't just dump and run. Next, prioritize engagement over efficiency. 
sometimes. Listen, we're all busy. We are all trying to grind out as much as we can in as little time as possible. But sometimes that grind is the thing that is subversively holding us back. So be intentional in choosing moments when you can afford to involve the whole team in a conversation you might otherwise just have had with yourself. Or invite another team to join yours in a more inclusive meeting or conversation. Sometimes taking a meandering route to the finish line, even if it lengthens the journey a little bit, is just the thing to fend off that bore out and keep the excitement high. Next, give leadership responsibilities. But think about leadership broadly. Some people want and are even ready to lead other people, and they should be given the chance to do so. Others may just need to lead a project or even a meeting. Finding creative ways to give your team members a feeling of ownership over an important outcome, even if your coaching and support are required along the way, is an incredible antidote to bore up. And finally, ask for ideas, even when you don't think you need them. This is not meant to be patronizing. Don't ask for input on a plan that's already fully baked. But do include your team in ideating on a thing whose outcome or endpoint is open. Maybe they'll give you something you never considered. Other times their ideas may mirror yours, but now they've been asked and heard, and so they will feel so much more invested in the plan. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Now, let's talk about individuals, because you've got a job to do here as well. I left my last job feeling like a victim. Upon reflection, I realized my experience wasn't driven entirely by my leader. I kind of failed to advocate for myself, and I want to help you avoid doing the same. So start by asking for things that seem interesting, and these do not all have to be things designed to move you forward or get you promoted. Just ask for things that sound fun, that might help you reignite a spark. Ask to play a role in designing an upcoming offsite, or offer to curate a list of podcasts. Do you know any good ones? That you think your colleagues might enjoy. Sit in on a client pitch, even if your job is miles away from that, just because you're curious about what they're like. Interesting is in the eye of the beholder, so don't judge your choices, just chase them. Next, break out of your ruts. I am a total creature of habit. I like routine and predictability until it starts suffocating me. There's nothing wrong with routine. But when you're finding yourself starring in Groundhog Day, you got to try something new. Start small. Can you shake up the format of a weekly meeting or grab lunch with someone new? Can you dabble in AI to get your next project started? Sometimes a little bit of new can go a long way in shaking off the doldrums. Just try something different and see how it feels. You can always revert back as needed. Next, be a mentor or a coach or an advisor or an ally. But Take on some responsibility for someone else's experience. It's weird, right? I mean, if you're starting to disengage, like your own interest is waning, why would you want to play a role in helping someone else find theirs? But I'm telling you, it works. Stepping into a mentoring or coaching role 
often gives you a front row seat to someone who is really motivated and excited to learn and grow. And that energy can be, and I mean this in the best possible way, totally infectious, so much so that it may reignite yours. And finally, be of service. There's this amazing organization called catchafire.org. There may be others like it, but this is the one that's captured me. It's a platform where nonprofit organizations post projects, and professionals with matching skills can take on those projects pro bono. When my battery is running low, this is my fix. It reconnects me to a sense of purpose. It reminds me of how valuable my skills and knowledge are, and it's putting goodness into the world. Try it out. The worst thing that happens is you do good and you feel grumpier. I can live with that trade. So does anything in here strike your fancy? And to be clear, active boredom is a prerequisite for zero of these strategies. Even if you're swimming in excitement, you still have my permission to use one or all of these anyway. Just be sure to let me know how it goes. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com. If your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience or deliver some leadership development that activates change. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Fowerbend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin, and our intern is Cameron Lacey.